are rolling. Let's not waste any time. It is episode 295. Yeah, that's right. That's an understatement. That whistle is an understatement. Episode 295, No Laugh Track Podcast. I'm Justin Severson, the host. Circle of Heat. We'll play their music there at the beginning. My guest today, Shane Moss. Do you remember the last time you were here? Episode 194. Ooh. So what's that, two years ago? Two years. Two years. April of 2016. Oh, wow. We are now May 2018. Wowzers. Tell Tell me everything. Uh, half an hour. Well, since that time, I I had a tour. The reason why I haven't been back is because I went on a long indie tour. I did like a 111-city tour uh, with a show about psychedelics. Yes. Let me just let me hop in and say that episode 194, we talked about some of that stuff because that was on a Tuesday when you were doing a one-off here. Yeah, yeah, club. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was doing a one-off at the club here. On a Tuesday uh-huh. night. Yes. Huh. And I don't remember where, but you were heading someplace else right after that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. It's all um, and so uh, the tour was uh, was pretty successful and a lot of fun. And I had uh, someone reach out to me to make a documentary at that time. And I, I made a documentary about psychedelics, which is uh, it, the tickets actually go on sale um, like tomorrow friday yeah for uh for the premiere it's in a festival called dances with films in la so any la listeners can on june 15th go and check that out at the man's chinese theater holy shit that info should be on my website and everything um hopefully uh tomorrow ish um and uh so so that's been new i got some other projects um in the works and and starting to do regular old stand-up again uh too yeah it's funny how you say that oh you know that old stand-up regular old stand-up so this week you did you've been here since tuesday you did the a good trip yep yeah i still i still do it on off nights at at clubs because i i don't i don't like uh I don't want to just drop it on an unsuspecting audience. I make sure and pick a night when sure. people like know what they're getting into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I did that, and then I do, uh, yeah, my my regular kind of themeless um, jokes. I, I guess uh, <laughs> the, through the rest of the week. Though I'm kind of a, I'm I'm nearing a uh, kind of a theme to my to my new act. I'm exploring a lot of. Uh, a lot of um uh meaning of life kind of questions what uh the like a lot of purpose driven like what what drives us um this is in the regular yeah. sets yeah how is that yeah. different than the the psychedelic Aren't, isn't stuff? that stuff you're questioning and, and and trying to figure out yeah yeah but i mean it's non-drug related okay so that's the that's the big difference okay. they're both very uh, uh science heavy and and uh more um cerebral uh but but uh one has a lot of drug talk in it and the other doesn't okay. so my regular act doesn't have any talk about psychedelics in it um because that's not uh, not relatable for the average person sure and so uh so yeah so i have a so i have a, a bunch of existential dick jokes to get uh <laughs> to get uh, the the regular um folks uh questioning their reality through a series of yuck yucks yuck yucks um 
not just regular dick dick jokes, existential dick jokes. Yeah, I, I liked uh, uh, I like like a real depressing dick joke. So last week Ryan Stout was here. Uh huh. And I don't know, fifteen twenty minutes into the podcast, we start talking about his sobriety. Yeah, yeah. About like drop, you know. I don't. He's like, I don't drink anymore. I went through a phase where I tried to eat like as a vegan and all these things. And he was explaining why he's been dropping all these, you know, alcohol and any other, trying to uh, get the connections in his brain to go back to the no- normal. Uh, whatever that means. Right. I mean. And as he's saying all this stuff, I couldn't help but think, and I even said it as we were recording, I'm like, yeah, Shane Moss is here next week. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't be more opposite of what you're talking about right now. This is, wow. Yeah, yeah, Could not yeah. be more opposite. Yeah, well, I haven't done a psychedelic since uh, December 31st, so that's kind of a long time for me. And I'm not drinking at the moment. Okay. Um, and uh, it's been since, like, last july or or june since i had a drink and uh i still do a couple of I, I do some mdma from time to time uh like two three times a year i uh i'll do some cocaine like twice a year you know just Wait a minute. the research I, I is like, done like what's, what's going re- on really uh speedy regret uh no i had uh during the during the um filming of the documentary i ended up uh like i was i was doing um you know getting ketamine treatments and all of these other exploring the myriad of psychedelics and uh i did enough to push me past the brink of sanity and uh and ended up uh i mean it's it's not much of a spoiler because um because it's probably going to be in the trailer and it's like opens uh with this in in the film but i ended up kind of losing my mind for a bit there i ended up in a psych ward for seven days you did i did yeah and it wasn't uh too hard to do it wasn't my choice <laughs> um i i would have i would have pulled out of it without that extreme of measures but but oh, okay. i i i uh basically i just kind of did enough psychedelics to where i was just like not coming down um from them and then i was seeing a lot of connections and getting messages from some other (laughs) some other dimension or the future or whatever i thought that it was at the time and it became really overwhelming and uh so yeah so that's why i haven't done and i and i actually did psychedelics again since then but then i also had another manic episode in january so i can't do psychedelics for the foreseeable future i'll do them again but uh but yeah yeah i i I mean i was i was you didn't see this coming obviously well i was trying to push my mind to kind of see what the limitations were and uh, i mean the main thing was was that i was seeing really really amazing positive benefits i was as creative as ever i was really on top of things um I was I just I was kind of like getting my shit together and uh and that's that's when I quit drinking and like to get healthier uh-huh. and uh and then I just started feel uh, and I was like well if I'm 
feeling good. Maybe I can feel great. And then I would do more psychedelics and I'd feel great and like really be on time. And then I was like, well, what about fantastic? And then I would feel fantastic. And then there's a limit. There's only so good uh, and like on top of things and brain firing at a million miles an hour that the human mind can do before it reaches uh kind of a breaking point and everything everything turns into uh like a simulation or something like that and and things get really strange i listened back to when you were here two years ago Uh uh-huh one of the things you said i have it written down here this is you talking this is a quote from you jane moss most things that feel really really good i'm skeptical of yeah yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Yeah, and I, I like I do kratom from time to time at the moment, like like twice a month. Um, if I like, I still have a a, a couple day sore foot days once in a while, so I'll take for that. And that stuff feels great. It's What's, like what is it's, I don't know what that it's is. like a it's like a natural opiate basically. Okay. It's a supplement. It's it's uh, it's legal and it's like dirt cheap and. Oh, okay. um, it's not legal in every state, but in most states, and that's like that's one of those two where it's like there's there's potential for addiction because it feels it feels uh, very good. Yeah. Um, so I mean I stick to that, but I was also I was we had a we had a very small budget for this documentary and a very short amount of time to film it, and we were really trying to capture these experiences and as many as of them as we could in the limited amount of time that we had so i wasn't i wasn't uh giving myself the the kind of integration time that that i would normally or that everyone should give themselves that integration is incredibly important taking the lessons from your psychedelic experience and taking time to apply them to your regular life and try to make improvements in terms of you know exercising meditation journaling you know those those sorts of uh taking positive action for and so i wasn't doing enough of that and i was doing more psychedelics and then eventually just some stuff just uh it just flipped and things got real uh crazy and intense and i became very very paranoid and i at one point didn't sleep for like three weeks straight and that's kind of when i lost my mind yeah yeah yeah, you need sleep yeah so i was i was having a pretty extreme manic episode and so at first it was amazing Because I've just had limitless energy and was like at least feeling like a genius and everything else, and then uh, and then you know you go you go for long enough without sleeping and things go horribly wrong. Uh, yeah, I I can only imagine. I took a little nap before I came here. You me? I love naps. <laughs> I, did, I I couldn't nap then. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't. It was. Uh, I, if I if I went to sleep, it would feel like uh, it would feel like um, these kind of worlds that I had been visiting on on psychedelics and these things, whatever it is that I'm interacting with in my head or whatever um, that people interact with when they smoke DMT or whatever. Yeah, it seemed like they started to tr- try to come back through, like it wasn't just a one way little. 
tunnel. And so it felt like I was like trying to, uh, like something was trying to control me. Yeah. And so uh, then I would stay awake to kind of keep a lookout for it because every time I'd go to sleep, it would seem like I was like being possessed by something or other. And uh, things got real wild for a little while. I I guess I don't know for sure, but I feel like a fear that people have of why they don't mess with that, that stuff at all is that that is going to happen to me and it's going to happen forever and I'm never going to be able to snap out of it, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's the case. But, I, I mean, they can they can change people. I'm, I feel like now, um, you know, sometime after that, I'm as on top of things as I've ever been. I feel like a much better person oh, good. Uh, for it. I'm like getting in shape. I'm I'm uh, very uh, productive right now and putting out some of uh, some of the best wor- writing that I've done since um, since I, I kind of wasn't writing as much once I once I had the whole show together and right, right. went on tour with it. Um, and so, uh, I'm, I'm back into writing a ton and exploring some pretty big ideas and my podcast, here we are, yeah, is going really so well. Good. Thank you. Yeah. I listened to a few, uh, just this last week. Oh, thanks. No, I, I had not been listening for a little while. Now what you, what you've been telling me about that happened and, you know, and stopping doing things December 31st. Did you were you talking about the stuff on your podcast? And- um, a little bit. I I started a I started a Patreon so I could share like my personal life because it's you oh, know I'm, okay. I heard you referencing that in the okay and because uh, yeah. I mean, there's not as much of a place for my personal life in my science podcast where I'm interviewing guests about their sure. research or whatever it, I just, it would almost be too different yeah 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 so it's uh, you know i just got done doing a podcast about um the effects of of uh social media on on our on our social lives with it and so it'd be uh, like to crowbar in like where my mental state is at the moment would okay. seem out of place yeah 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 um and it's just a, it's just a different podcast than you know it's not like a casual conversation like this or whatever it's a you know it sure. has like a uh a kind of a stricter purpose or i don't know, no, um, I know. I, yeah i know yeah. what you're saying did you find an expert on that here in yeah Minnesota? yeah yeah oh, okay yeah Sure. Yeah, I I recorded uh four four different guests at the at the U of M. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So sorry we got to cut this one short. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know, I when I was originally told about this it was a, a they didn't tell me or it was a different time or something. I don't Yeah, know. it was going to anyway. be earlier. Uh, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. No, I normally I would uh, have a lot more time. Uh one of my daughters has a uh choir thing that i'm gonna go attend yeah good yeah yeah. what kind of drugs would you recommend for that (laughs) um oh Uh, sixth graders singing mdma MDMA. for sure for sure and that only lasts like 10 15 minutes right the program itself is gonna be about half an hour no that's that's uh mdma is like a four to six hour investment but yeah a little 
a little ecstasy it'll really make you appreciate a uh, uh, children's concert sure. and, uh, and my uh, uh, let yeah, me add like, that my parents will be there as well as my uh, oh, ex-in-laws yeah no my ex-wife. you'll probably you'll probably like it it really it really smooths over a lot of uh, a lot of social uh, relationships and whatnot I, um mdma is is uh what uh I, I I like doing MDMA or MDA, um, which is even better with with my girlfriend, and it's just very it's like really good for expressing yourself, and oh. it's a very like lovey dovey sure, kind sure. of. So so yeah, you do MDMA, go to your daughter's, you'll get like very a very like sentimental and, oh, <laughs> and yeah yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me be the star of the show. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 Well, I think you'd just really appreciate it. <laughs> so, I in fact, I recommend all parents out there uh to, uh, that have to attend some brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh not that your daughter's concert is brutal, but something that maybe mm-hmm. isn't uh it, you you wouldn't if you didn't have children necessarily right. attend. Oh, I'm just going for fun, man. These yeah, are awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what the great thing is about having children is you get to attend. It's less weird grade. when I show up without yeah, one. Right, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, Hall and Oates was in town last night. Those tickets are expensive. These kids' shows, free. Yeah, uh, see? Uh-huh, there yeah. you go. Well, yeah. now you're talking me into it. I might <laughs> nice. I might cancel my show tonight and go check out your daughter's car. Well, you would have time to do both. Oh, good. Oh, well, you're really selling me on I, it. I know. I'm telling you. Uh, I was reading a thing earlier today. Uh, Jay Moore, comedian, actor. Okay. Yeah. He's um, doing stand-up right now, offering refunds to people if they're not satisfied with his humor. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, do people take that? Uh, I have no idea. Like, what if somebody came up to you like that sucked? I want. Uh, I paid. It f- just seems like a dumb idea. I, like, I mean, I uh, whatever. It's just a marketing ploy, right? Pretty like, much. It's just you know, like, if you don't like it, you get your money back. Like, this is just like you're just selling some like crappy TV product. Nah, you know that, yeah, yeah. that's that's just like a. What a, it sounds like an infomercial or something. That's a great point because when it comes down to it, people, uh, people are going to go through the hassle. No, people aren't right? going to go through the hassle. Yeah. And for the few that did, it's like it's worth it for that marketing. Like, however, where'd you read this? Like, what kind of press is he getting for doing this? I'll give people refunds. Are you kidding me? If that moves tickets, what a scam. I'll tell you what I did. So it's something I do uh, before every recording. I Google the term stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And it was the first story that popped up today. Really? Mm-hmm. He's performing well, in, I don't know, Florida somewhere? And it was in the local paper of where he's performing. Hmm. So it was, you know, the local entertainment guy got five-minute interview with Jay Moore, and that's what it was like. By the way, tell people if they're not happy, I'll give them their money back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well. All right. Yeah. That's... Mike, let me change something to this. Mike Kaplan was here a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I the love bad Mike news Kaplan. is we recorded a, an awesome podcast. Had technical difficulties. Nobody heard it. But one of the things he we briefly talked about ayahuasca. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And you two have had some 
experiences together, correct? Uh, no, not together. Not with ayahuasca. Or, but, but oh, yeah, mushrooms and stuff. Mushrooms and yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've done ayahuasca. Ayahuasca uh, was, was the final thing that, like the straw that broke the camel's back for me it was it was uh it was a fantastic wonderful trip and uh you know i saw uh you know some sort of god seeming thing and got these powerful messages and instructions and all this all this great this stuff but then i it's just like things got a little too real uh <laughs> afterwards but yeah mike loves ayahuasca he's uh he's doing ayahuasca as regularly as any human being i know <laughs> uh, he is he is getting in there right on. and uh so yeah yeah he has he definitely has a lot of experience with it um one of the things we talked about last time we were here i jokingly said i bet that when you go to a town people are bringing you and you agreed people are bringing you drugs like, to hasn't been you. happening as much lately i don't know why okay, well, but, you don't know but why? yeah early on it was like people were bringing me all sorts of fun stuff um and usually i just like and give it to the bar staff or whatever because uh-huh. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, fly around or whatever with all of the stuff that people give me. But yeah, that doesn't uh, happen so much anymore. I don't. Uh, I, don't I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, it, it's also like you know at the beginning of the tour I had done this huge press push and you know built it into like a really big deal and got on all these you know top podcasts sure. and. Um, you know, articles and vice and things like that. And so there was this big push and a lot more excitement for it than and now it's that was, you know, some time ago and now it's just a additional show that I do in a week. So um sure. so yeah, I don't I don't get as many free drugs as I used to. Been, Are you listening everybody? <laughs> yeah, it's in, in case you can hear the disappointment in my <laughs> in my voice. But yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not doing psychedelics at the moment. Right. That might I mean it might be uh as I've been pretty open about uh publicly about having uh lost my mind. So it might be that people know that I'm taking a break from psychedelics true fans well. are doing you a favor so, so yeah, yeah so they're they're not uh yeah tempting me not that there's i mean psychedelics aren't like an addictive or like a really tempting thing they're kind of you sort of have to like force yourself <laughs> yeah to work up the courage to do them so sure 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 one of the other things you uh we briefly talked about last time in fact when we were done talking about it you go you know what you should ask me about this next time i'm here for real, you actually really? said that. Yeah. Uh, peyote churches. Oh, yeah. Did I you do still, that? I still haven't done peyote. I wanted to. Okay. Yeah. That was... Uh Peyote is a big one with the documentary that we didn't get to shoot. So those those are typically in like a ceremony setting, and so there's multiple people there, and so to uh, to like get people to have releases, and then it like interferes with. Like I don't mind having cameras on me when I'm tripping, but that really messes with a lot of people's heads and kind of I didn't even, screws things yeah. up a bit. So. So anything like like we unfortunately even though I did uh, ayahuasca we didn't get to shoot the actual like ayahuasca ceremony just because it uh, it wasn't like legal in the way that we did it and and that sort of thing. Sure. Um, the other thing you mentioned was microdosing. 
Yeah, I've tried microdosing a little bit. I I would like to try that more. Well, once I ease back into psychedelics, I'll try microdosing first. Um, the little bit that I've done of it, I didn't I didn't really care for it that mm. much. I okay. didn't. Uh, but I mean, a lot of people rave about it and say it's just the best thing. I I I've tried it like a couple times. Yeah. You know what we were talking about when you were here? We were joking about that it's going to work for you and you're going to be writing new comedy specials every like six months because you're going to be so creative. It's just going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. juices are going to be exploding out of you. I mean, it's definitely a creative aid, no doubt about yeah. it. But, uh, but uh, I mean, uh, there there's only so far you can go into the imagination before... Uh, before it's just not relatable to anybody else. I mean, some of these experiences, I mean, I've seemingly been to, like, other dimensions and lived thousands of lifetimes and yeah. and seen, like, weird gods and spirits and, and, and the whatever's running the simulation that we're all in. And that's all stuff that uh, is, is not really uh, terribly relatable to the average, uh, you know, person in their cubicle job or yeah. whatever yeah uh god i wish we had like another freaking half an hour man uh let me look through this stuff all right real quick here um i sometimes less is jay moore <laughs> hey yo uh i watched your uh segment on this is not happening oh yeah that was fun that what a fun taping that is because i've done a lot of uh not a lot, but I've done late night stuff before, uh-huh. and um, and late nights like a little contrived, and just the way the cameras are set up and everything else, it's like such a overly produced, disingenuous kind of contrived um, thing. Uh, much like like uh, you know morning radio can be sometimes, and it's just like it's just a little too formulaic and everything else, and. And the way this is not happening is shot with like the cameras are like kind of a little more hidden and floating around and it's it's uh you know, it's more like performing at an actual comedy club. It seems I like mean it. It you're comes across. You're at, you're on a stripper stage, but <laughs> right. and it's a little strange having like people behind you as well, a comedian. Yeah, because you, know? you have like an yeah. odd is a three sixty um stage, but but uh yeah that feel of that show and everything is is uh really fun i was really grateful to be part of it the story was really good oh thanks do you do that one on stage like normally is that part of your act it used to be part of a good trip and then uh but i didn't like it in there it was it's a good fun story but it also kind of puts psychedelics in a negative light yeah and how you preface it yeah, yeah. It's not the LSD's fault. I'm yeah. not blaming the LSD. Yeah, <laughs> and you know the the good trip show was kind of meant to be breaking the stigma yeah. of uh, those things, so it didn't it didn't fit right in it. So it was it was a much better fit for a show like this isn't happening, which is like. Uh, series of like real life after school specials or something like that like uh, this is not happening is uh is, is more of a um don't try this at home kind of mm-hmm. uh kind of a uh, uh, show so it's it's usually like things going horribly wrong oh, yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. where uh i want a little bit more about the this documentary where are people in minnesota where am i going to be able to see it do you have any idea uh no because this festival is where it debuts and that's where like uh, hopefully hopefully the industry will be coming out uh 
to that and and you know distributors and then we'll be talking about it um you know at the end of june or or in in july perhaps so that's uh that's the plan um so i i won't have that information for some time and then there'll you know needs to be contracts sorted out and figure out when i can make announcements about it and everything yeah. else so so i don't know but um but this is a this is a pretty good festival it's not like sundance or something like that it's it's like a uh like a second tier it's like a very good second tier festival it's i mean this is like it was very low there's there's a producer a director and me and we had a pretty low budget and we're competing with i know I know a film about psychedelics, an independent film about psychedelics that that spent six times our budget on. Uh, oh no! Wait, ten? Uh, no, more like fifteen times our budget on the opening credits Holy of, shit. of their film on an independent film. So that's like. That's how little... So, you know, we didn't have, like, a big budget or people that knew what they were doing. <laughs> and and so it was the, the the fact that it still came out being this really uh, this really nice uh, film that's a, that's a really interesting representation and balanced representation. I, it was kind of... It was kind of... Uh, I mean, it definitely made it more interesting that I lost my mind during the filming of it. Yeah. But it was also kind of like it gave it some balance too because a lot of your average psychedelic documentaries is only going to like sing the praises of the possibilities and so so people also get to see like what can go wrong um yeah which is uh which is you know probably important when this thing gets picked up and you're gonna start you know you'll probably start doing more interviews maybe more mainstream interviews about it to promote it you're Mm -hmm. gonna have to have a good you know uh, oh, am I not crushing it right now? No, I'm uh, saying like <laughs> the you know people that are how am I trying to like going on a you know just a generic uh, afternoon radio yeah. show have no clue about what the fuck you're talking about, right? And you have to present that to them like. Am I going to be pushing the positive side, the negative side? What side are they? Oh, yeah. I mean, mostly I'll be pushing the positive side just because the stigma against them has already kind of filled the negativity quota. Okay. Um, but, I mean, you know, there, there's just a lot of people that aren't going to listen or or, or hear it. There's, there's people that are just, like, dead set against, you know, considering... Yeah these things i mean i i was talking about psychedelics once on morning radio and uh in uh uh where was it in like oklahoma um like tulsa oklahoma i think and this guy called in and he was like man this guy sounds higher than a grocery bag I don't know what that means. Right. Nope. That was it was uh apparently an attempt at insulting my like cognitive abilities hmm. with one of the worst metaphors anyone <laughs> yeah. could possibly like let's Uh-oh. see what's a real high up thing. <laughs> a grocery bag? Um and and so I mean that's just like I'm used to idiots being sure. judgmental. So that's that's going to happen and but there's also I was just in a 
um, helping facilitate a psilocybin retreat in Jamaica, and I'm doing another one in in uh, probably December. I'm confirming the dates, and it'll be on my site soon. Did I see so that people... right? You were in Jamaica like just a few days ago. Yeah, I flew from Jamaica to here, um, and uh, it was, uh, psilocybin mushrooms are legal there, and I participate in a retreat that helps guide people through it, and uh, so people can come trip with me if they like, and and have me as their uh, as one of their guides, but. Um, um, they, uh, there was a guy there that was like, uh, an oil man, like worked in the oil industry, had read about psilocybin mushrooms in like the wall street journal or whatever. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, th- thought he'd give him a shot and he was, it, it, you couldn't get too much more straight laced than this guy. And so it, the, the psychedelics, the point is the psychedelics are definitely permeating the culture. And it's not just like in the 60s where it was just amongst the youth and the young people were doing it. Well, well, now those people from the 60s are all growing up and they have a lot of positive uh, memories from that from that time. Yeah, and yeah. and so there's uh, there's a lot of age demographics and, and it's going along with, uh, you know, just wellness in general. This is... Uh, uh, 10 years 10 20 years ago meditation wasn't really much of a thing in the in the west and um especially 20 years ago when i was growing up and things like yoga and that sort of thing all, all this stuff is kind of showing a lot of uh you know scientifically confirmed evidence of of uh of benefits to people's well-being and and psychedelics let, let me hop of, in here yeah. let me hop in right here uh did you see this in rolling stone right now Oh no! There's uh oh the the book that came out my yeah yeah that's uh Michael Pollan 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 yeah yeah can psychedelics save the world yeah and this is a you know this is a pretty mainstream uh, skeptical guy that yeah, that got into that and wrote that book as an exploration wasn't even had never I don't think he had ever done a psychedelic I think that he was kind of set against doing them at the begin uh, from this isn't I haven't read into this but this is just what some people told me okay um, and that's my understanding of it and uh, and they you know he found them to be a life changing experience and so that's uh, there's a lot of stories stories like that out there so um so you gotta be having stuff like this like this is good for the yeah i mean i mean look it's like look look at I live in Oregon right now, actually Washington technically, but like right across the border. I live right right outside of Portland, Oregon. Uh-huh. So both Washington and Oregon, marijuana is completely legal. Yeah. And, you know, 10 years ago, there are still people like, marijuana's the devil, right. you know? And then thinking like if you were to legalize it, like uh, societies would just fall apart and everyone would be... Uh, you, you know, just uh, like uh, assaulting and and robbing everyone, and this sort and, and Shane, the Me Too movement is because of legalized marijuana. Yeah. All right, if you don't think that, I don't know. Yeah, mm. it's, so it's. I mean, a lot of drunk driving rates have gone down, and mm-hmm. and everything else since marijuana has been legalized, and so it's been normalized, and now it's. Uh, I mean, probably more people are smoking marijuana in those areas, but I think it's, I think it's a, a much more reasonable use compared to, I mean, when I was a kid, like, sneaking like marijuana i had like a six foot bong and like was you know trying to be as cool as possible and now marijuana is like i mean you go to like washington and oregon and it's really like 
pretty boring thing at this point or it's like working its way toward being boring at at this point like like people uh, people are just kind of like bored of talking about it it's kind of a nothing thing and like if people want to smoke weed they can and like you know no one no one like goes crazy about like uh uh, had people not made such a fuss about it and not made such a fuss about the dangers, which is just pure brainwashing right. anyway, uh, there there would have been more sensible use in the first place. And so uh, this is this is where it would be nice to see psychedelics at least open up for uh, to be researched better and loosen up the restrictions for for clinical use and and that sort of thing. They're Schedule One right now, meaning that. It's, it's quite difficult to uh to even study uh psychedelic okay. and even to even to study it on like rats for example and that's that's because just absolutely silly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to wrap this up, unfortunately. Gotta go. I got to go to the thing. Cool. Uh, thank you. I wish we could do a lot more time here. Uh, yeah, that's okay. People should come see your show. I've, there's, if there's still tickets available. Yeah, there's yeah. still tickets. Come to Acme this weekend. It's today's uh, Thursday. If you hear this today, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Come see Shane. Follow him on social media. Are you selling those? Uh, I, you have a coloring book? or uh, That was for Tuesday's show. Yeah. yeah for the psychedelic show. Did you have show, those but, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I don't... Uh, I don't sell them after my regular show. Yeah, but that's those are awesome. Fun. Yeah, it's based on my act. Every every picture is a different thing from my act. That's so, so cool. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm a fan of adult coloring. So, oh, awesome! I, I like the idea. Thanks, man. Thank you.